Welcome back to the show. And uh, we talk to this bloke every second Tuesday, and I'm tipping he's happier today than he has been for most of the year. I know that West Coast didn't get the win, but their general manager of footy, Gavin Bell, would have been far more pleased with the output and the effort the team put in. Gavin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Duff, for having me. Mate, I'm going to ask everyone on the show this question this morning, and it's the big question. Was the Bearstow stumping fair or unfair? <laughs> uh, I'll leave it with the umpires, mate. The umpires gave him out, so that's all I can say. I don't know, mate. I'm, not, I'm no cricket expert, that's for sure. That's the right answer, mate. Within the rules, within the spirit of the game. That's all there is to it. That's the way we play it here in Australia. Okay, so no win on the weekend, but um, a, a much stronger performance. What did you make of it? Yeah, really pleased with the, the performance um, in many aspects, Duff. Um, disappointed not to get the win. We were, we set ourselves up to win the game of footy during the course of it, but um, we weren't able to, to close it out. So that was, uh, that was disappointing in that aspect. But I think what we saw was um, what our planning had been from the summer, basically, with having some good, strong senior players in the team to help guide um, and, and lead our young and exciting crop coming through. And we saw a better synergy in that mix this week. Um, we also saw far greater effort from, from all those involved from, from the week before. So there were some positives there. Um, but at the same time, mate, we, we wanted to win. We're desperate to get another win on the board. And, um, yeah, we, we failed to do so. Did they run out of puff a bit, Gavin, in the second half? It looked like, yeah, statistically anyway, your young players all pretty much faded. Uh, possibly, Duff, but I think they uh, I think they gave such great effort early, um, led by our, our captain and Jamie Cripps with the amount of pressure and physicality that they put on. Um, and our kids our kids were up for it. They brought great energy. Um, whether they whether we ran out of puff, whether St Kilda just crunched us down and made it really difficult for us to continue doing what we're doing or what we were doing. Sorry. Um, you know, I think all those are factors within it. But, um, yeah, a, a much greater effort. And uh, we, we expect to be able to do the same this week against Brisbane, bring the same intensity and the same effort up at the gather. So tell us about the significance of Jamie Cripps' return. Obviously, one of your, your best gut runners uh, and a bloke that gives you, uh, I guess, great attacking coverage, but also good defensive coverage as well. Yeah, I mean, Cripper internally is, is really highly valued um, about what he brings to the team on game day and during the week. He's an absolute pro in the way he goes about his work. Uh, he's set himself up with a fantastic summer this this uh, pre-season just gone and unfortunately suffered that injury against Fremantle. But he's just got to work with his rehab. Uh, the way he goes about it is, is second to none. And you're right, he's an unbelievable gut runner, Duff, and... For those that, uh, of our fans that get to the game, uh, you'll see the work that he does off the ball. For those that just look at the stat sheets, they think, oh, well, you know, he's a 10 to 12 position player, but uh, he does an enormous amount of work for us with the ball, off the ball and defensively. Every club has underrated players because there are players that those outside the four walls don't fully appreciate. Is he your most underrated player? Um. That's a good question, mate. I mean, I don't know where he'd sit in that, but I, I think I think probably the flip side of that is how highly we regard him internally and those that have been at our club that are at other clubs, um, how they view Jamie Cripps and what he, what he does. Um, 
yeah, he, he's a fantastic player and um, and a good, strong leader through his actions, which is um, the most important type of leadership and certainly the leadership we need right now. So you got one senior player back last week. You're closing in on another senior player return this week. Where is Jeremy McGovern at and what does he need to do between now and the weekend to play? Yeah, primarily just uh, main training, Duff. Um, yeah, really hopeful that, that Gov gets up. Um, again, he's another really important player for us. So, um, yeah, he, he will be an important inclusion. We've just uh, got training today and tomorrow. So, yeah, they'll be the big test. And then we have um, our medical meeting post that. So, yeah, fingers crossed that Gov will be back out there. Uh, Shannon Hearn talked about not trying to solve every problem, just trying to solve a few problems. Did did Adam sort of simplify things a little bit for your players on the weekend and, and, and boil it down to a few things that you could get better at? Yeah, the message wasn't too differently, too different, Duff, from the weeks before in terms of the things that we've been going after. And and you and I have talked about this since, um, since the summer, mate, about our contest and our ability to transition. So that was certainly there. Um, Shannon's uh, one of Shannon's greatest strengths is he knows the things that, um, about football and that he he needs to bring to keep the game simple. He knows what uh, winning football is about, so he's able to strip back all the other noise around, whether it's internal or external, and just focus in on on what he what he brings. And uh, a great example of that was um, by far the best contested ball I saw us take on the weekend was was his on the far side, driving his legs, hitting hard, low through through the pressure, and um, that's what our team needs, and that's what he's brought for over 300 games. Yes, he made the St Kilda players around him consider their position, Gavin, and they considered that their position was better not in his way, I think, when he went hard at that one. Um, Shannon and Luke Shuey, obviously you've got you've got big list management calls to make at the end of the year. When you see them play like that, how does that influence your call on them come the end of the season? Uh, well, I mean, I guess starting starting with Luke, I think what we saw on the weekend, what we've seen in the games he played, the game actually suits Luke Shuey's strength that he's had um, his entire career, his ability to burst away, um, break tackles, apply pressure, his work at clearances is, is um, or at stoppage, sorry, is, is second to none. So it'll be decision based on um, how can he, if he can sustain that, how his body goes, is he up for it again? I'm sure he is, which he... Um, I'm confident that he is. So he'll be um, a decision towards the back end of the year. Um, but, uh, you know, if he brings what he brought on, on Sunday, that's what the game requires and that's what he has in spades. And and Bung will be very much the same. It's uh, how does he pull up? How does he manage his body? Can he play week in, week out with um, and be managed in the right way that he can still perform like he did So on Sunday? So all those parts will come into it. Great players, great leaders. Our kids, our kids need that sort of leadership and that sort of drive. So um, yeah, we'll make a balanced decision at the end of the year. We're taking all those factors into account. It's a tough call, isn't it? Because we saw on Sunday how well they can play. It's almost how well they can recover to get up and play that way again. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a fair call, Duff, um, for sure. So I think it's a, how do we how do we get them to those positions that they can. Do that, and that's our challenge for the entire group. You know, how do we perform like we did on Saturday, Sunday? Sorry, uh, recover well so we can train strongly and then perform again. That's that's our challenge. That we um, that won't be a quick fix. That's going to take a little bit of time as we work our way through 
the injuries that we've had and the lack of continuity that our players have had. So, um, yeah, that's part of our planning and, and work that we're going to be doing to uh, improve as the season goes on and also heading into next year. Jack Darling looked like he tweaked his shoulder and was subbed out. How is he in terms of playing in Brisbane? Yeah, he's a little bit sore as of yesterday, Duff, as you'd expect. Um, again, he, he's proven himself to be a real pro with um, his rehab and and um, looking after any sore spots. So we'll know a little bit more probably Wednesday afternoon once we've had main training and gone through everything. But, um, yeah, we'd give Jack every chance to play and we'll just see where he's at um, getting closer to our flight to Brisbane. Would you give him... Even money, or do you think he's slightly less or more than that? Uh, well, he's only had the uh, doctor's check-in yesterday, which is all sort of part of what our normal process is. I haven't had a formal update yet, but I think the fact that he was in there, uh, had a good conversation with the doc, um, yeah, it'll be a... I'm not sure, actually. I couldn't really give it a rating at this stage. We haven't had a proper meeting about it. Fair enough. Tim Kelly had the flu. You expect him to be available? Yes, I'd hope so, Duff. It was a slightly disappointing phone call, to say the least, to get on Sunday morning that he was unavailable and, and unwell. Um, he's an important player for us, gives us great drive. and um, So, yeah, it was it was just an illness at this stage. Um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll see him today or in the next day and be ready to go and, and take on the Lions with the, him back in the team. Now, I'm sure your recruiters went to the Wacker on Friday night and I'm sure they saw Harley Reid and I'm sure they saw Daniel Curtin, Riley Hardiman and Clay Hall as well. How big a decision, and this is obviously making assumptions here, that you will still have the number one pick uh, indicatively by the end of the season, but how big a decision is that going to be when you, you weigh up one outstanding young player against two or three very, very good young uh, West Australians and possibly um, a couple of others from around the country you might be able to get for the price of one. Yeah, we all went along and had a look on um, Friday night, which was um, which was great. Jeez, it was a good game of footy duff. The, um, the WA boys really held strong. They were under a lot of pressure during the second quarter and they were, they managed to um, withhold that and then and get themselves right back into the game. So it was an exciting match to watch of good quality. Um, yeah, lots of great talent on display from both teams, WA and Vic Country. So, yeah, there'll be a lot of decisions to make and what are we going to do? Well, it really depends upon, yeah, like you said, mate, where do we finish uh, at the end of the season and, you know, what do we, what are we going to do and what offers do we have? And there's lots of different things for us to weigh up. But um, certainly some exciting, exciting kids around. Looking forward to getting down to... St Kilda this Sunday and having a look at a couple of games down there too with um, the next round of, of state champs. But um, some good kids and, and it was really great to see the WA boys hang in there and, and almost pinch it at the end. Is Harley Reid as good as they say, Gavin, from what you saw? He's being talked about as a generational talent, which is often uh, a term used to describe the, um, the, the prospective number one draft pick. But it sounds like this kid's a bit different. How impressed were you? That's the first time I've seen him play live, so I'm probably not the best person to comment on on those kind of claims. Um, he's clearly got he's clearly got talent. Um, he's got power. So yeah, he was um, he did some some really good things on Friday night. But as did those other boys that you talked about too, Duff. I mean, um, there was some there was some exciting football played and some exciting players out there. So. Um, yeah, mate, well, I, I'm the wrong person to, to state claims of where he sits in 
in in uh, in that sort of talent pool. But I do know that he was um, he, he did some really nice things on Friday night. So you'll be like uh, Ross Lyon, will you? You'll let the cobblers do the cobbling come the end of the season. Well, I, I think that's the best way, Duff, because um, if I was to roll in there, watch one game and start staking claims of who we're taking and so on, uh, that, that's not my role. Uh, my, my role, like we say with our players, play a role. So my role is to make sure we've got a, a good system in place to try and make really good decisions that's going to benefit our football club as we, walk, as we move forward. So, um, yeah, definitely the guys that have watched... Um, all of those young men we talked about for a number of years, know them, know them in great detail and we are able to make informed decisions um, come that time in, in October when we start to get ready for the draft properly. West Coast General Manager of Footy, Gavin Bell, always joins us uh, on Tuesdays on the show. Gavin, thanks so much and uh, wish you all the best in Brisbane this weekend. Yeah, thank you, Duff. Have a good day. Gavin Bell, what do you think? You can have your say on the Temperate Bedshed text line on 0487 736 736 or you can call us on the open line 13 12 55. We'll take a break. This is Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA.